The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Good morning everybody, this is Sally Reese coming to you from Sunny Nelson uh, with another episode of Healthy Options. So um, I've just got back yesterday, or Thursday actually, uh, from a wonderful two weeks in Pahara in a beautiful home at the top of the hill overlooking the beautiful ocean and I was looking after two gorgeous Burman cats and so when the owners got home we kind of overlapped by five minutes they said have you enjoyed your stay in the bay and I said well yes I had a wonderful time I hardly went anywhere the place was so lovely and I mean the weather was fabulous but the home was lovely and so I didn't feel the need to go anywhere except I, I did go out venture out to a couple of places that I haven't been before and one was the Golden Bay Lodge out at Tukarua. So there's two roads that go to Tukarua. One is Upper Tukarua. So I went down that one and at the end you'll find Golden Bay Lodge. And this is a fabulous property where there's a great big house you can rent and then there's four, I think, um, sort of small units, almost like a motel unit, in the grounds. And the grounds are extensive and they have a full-time gardener there and the food crops there are just amazing. Um, macadamia nuts, for a start, I've never actually seen them growing, but so they're really interesting. Like at the stage they were at, they were a green ball and they're hanging by a quite a long filament if you like from the branch and I didn't realize they grew like that but um so they weren't ready to pick obviously but yeah there's lots of these little balls hanging from the branches on this tree which were amazing and they had beautiful oh there's just so many food crops there with berries and fruit trees persimmons tamarillos oh can't remember everything now, but there was, it was just abundant. And if you stay there, you're invited to, um, you know, pick some fruit, plums, of course, peaches, nectarines, uh, and, you know, interesting garden plants as well. And quite a few of them were in kind of round beds, and they'd chopped down some of the old trees there and sliced them up into shorter pieces and they were used as the border for the rounded garden beds. So I thought that was a fabulous use of resources. That's what I think of as permaculture. Um, some of the in some of the beds they used the whole round of the tree trunk and some of them they cut them in half and so they put the cut the flat edge on the inside of the garden plot. So I guess one slice of the tree went twice as far if you're using half, sliced in half. So I thought that was really interesting and a wonderful use of resources, as I said before. 
So anyway, that was Golden Bay Lodge in Upper Tukarua Road. So if you want to Google that, you'll see the beautiful main house, which was designed by Ian Athfield, who's now left this world, but he, he's very well known for some of his buildings in Wellington. So you might want to have a look at that. And the units are very comfortable and well-appointed. Um, yeah, so the other place I went to was um, we went to the Tui Community Car Park, which is on the ocean side of Tui Community. And then we parked the car there, and then we went, we were aiming to walk to Taupo Point. But um, at one point, there was the tide was coming up and bashing on the rocks, so we decided not to go that way. So there is an inland route which you access off the beach, and it's like a goat track. And um, so I didn't get that, f that far on the goat track. I went back down again to the beach with my friend. And so on the rocks there, on the beach, there were lots of mussels. So we spent a few minutes gathering mussels off the rocks and had a bucket with us and took them home that evening and just steamed them in a pot with the lid on and all this beautiful liquid comes out and I threw in some chopped fresh chilies and some garlic and if you want to use wine you can throw in a bit of wine as well and steam them open and they were really delicious. I'd made some uh, aioli the day before so I dipped them in some aioli and talk about beautiful produce, wow it's amazing. So there are my two adventures over there. So I'm all relaxed out now and ready for the first term. So if you're interested in learning more about raw foods, um, I've got some classes being held at Waimea College starting on uh, the f first Tuesday in March. I believe it's the 7th of March. And they go on every Tuesday of March right through. So it's a block of four classes, starting at six o'clock, going till eight o'clock. And uh, I think the price this term is $110, plus there'll be one or two things for you to bring at each class. So the first class, we will cover some fermented foods, and I usually do sauerkraut. So I'll try to, like it's quite a full class, but I'll try to incorporate some kimchi as well. So if you're interested in learning about kimchi, that will be in the first class. And then the rest of the lessons, the three next lessons, will be about like some quick snacks, some um, main course things, and some sweet things at the end, including raw chocolate. So if that interests you, do book in um, as soon as you can, please. And the way to book is to ring Waimea College. Uh, just Google Waimea College and you'll see all the details there. So I don't take bookings personally for these classes. You have to book through the college. So do that as soon as possible. We actually don't have quite enough people to start the courses off. So just need a few more, so it means if they don't go ahead, it means the people that have booked so far will be really disappointed and won't be able to come, so it would be a real shame for those people. So if you're slightly interested, do make an effort and, and book in as soon as possible. So talking about ferments, I follow a few people on Instagram 
who are really inspiring. So I thought I'd tell you about some of them. One of them is a guy called Pascal Boda. I'm not sure what nationality he is. But um, one post he's got there is really amazing, is fermenting pine needles. I know you can make beautiful tea out of pine needles, just pick some fresh ones and pour boiling water over them, and they're very rich in vitamin C and, I believe, um, sulfur as well. So he says all true pines are edible, so you can chew on a few needles to get some flavour. And it's maybe wise to do that before you try and ferment them. Um, some fir trees, such as white or balsam fir, have a great tangerine flavour. Well, isn't that amazing? So spruce as well. You can use the tips of spruce trees and some, some pines as well. So the pine needles, he says, will likely have wild yeast on them. So that's enough to start the fermentation. And he also uses uh, a little bit of honey in the mix as well. And that contains wild yeast, especially the raw honeys that we get here. He puts 10 to 20% per volume of raw honey in the water. So if you've got a litre of water, use 10 mils per 100 mils of water. So 100 mils of honey to one litre of water. He says it should taste slightly too sweet. Um, and of course it's a ferment, so some of the sweetness will disappear as it um, as time goes on when the, when the bacteria eat up the sugars. So he cuts them up, cuts the needles up and puts them in, the, in a jar and adds the water and the honey, cover it with a cheesecloth, stir three times a day with a clean spoon. So after three to four days fermenting, active fermentation, which you'll notice, then you decant it into a bottle, one of those wire clip bottles. Um, you can drink it then or add, uh, leave it to ferment for a few more days and even add some sugar and leave it on your bench, but you must remember to burp it every day. So just... How to tell if it's done, you just uh, taste it. And if you like the taste, it's done. So he says he usually lets fermentation go from 8 to 12 hours in the wire clip bottles and then put it in the fridge and drink within a week. So as he says, there are no rules in fermentation. It just depends on what you like and what you don't like. If you get the idea of what to put in the bottles... You can actually ferment anything that's been growing. Yeah, so he's put a book out, which would be very interesting, called The New Wildcrafted Cuisine. So his name again is Pascal Boda. Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L, Boda, B-A-U-D-A-R. So try that. As I said, the needles are loaded with vitamin C. So the next one I wanted to talk about is, um, it's not exactly fermentation, but it's detoxing. So there's some really good um, information that I found about detoxing. So first of all, some of you might have heard of the medical medium. Um, he's written quite a few books now, and they're all amazing. 
So he has got a toxic fragrances exposure drink, which detoxes you from all the fragrances that we come across. So here's how common they are. They're all manufactured. Okay, so you'll find them, any fragrance or scent, you'll find them in groups of people. So women wear perfumes and and things like that, or aftershave lotions. So if you walk through a department store or a grocery store or waiting rooms, so they spray with um, essences to clean the air or perfume the air. So any perfumes or colognes or fabric softeners, scented candles, they're shocking, I hate them, air fresheners and other fragrances are all present in those environments. So driving a car where some people hang those air freshener things from the mirror. If you come in close contact with people who are using hair products, aftershaves, cosmetics, body lotions and body oils. So if you live quite close to your neighbours, you'll get an exhaust from their dryers and they're often filled with perfumes, colognes, scented detergents, fabric softeners and things like that. So this is what he suggests to do. So there's four ingredients and run it through your juicer in the same order. So first of all, one radish, a red radish. Second is one cup of chopped green lettuce, so I guess you could use iceberg or cos lettuce would be good. Thirdly, one cup of coriander, and I guess that would be chopped up and packed down. And the fourth ingredient is half a red apple. Okay, so put them in your juicer in that order. And it's good, you could double the recipe and have a shot later in the day. Make sure if you have two shots that it's at least four hours apart. And don't drink or eat anything 15 minutes before or after the shot. And red apples are better, he says, because they're more nutritious. So this is a brain shot therapy. So it offers instant relief while you're working to fix problems at a deeper level in your brain, your nervous system and body. So I thought that was interesting. The next thing I wanted to share with you is about detoxing. And again, I follow a woman uh, who's from Manchester in UK. Her Instagram account is called Raw for Health. And she shows a booklet that she's been following in her home, which she absolutely swears by, and it's called The Detox Miracle Source Book. It's written by Dr. Robert Morse. And personally, I don't know a lot about Dr. Robert Morse, but she says about this book, she says it shows you how to cleanse your body of the poisons that is destroying your health and start the process of complete cellular regeneration that leads to true healing. Based on 30 years of his clinical experience treating thousands of people with conditions ranging from obesity to cancer, Dr. Robert Morse reveals his ultimate healing system. The book includes why to do it, when to do it, what to expect. It explains how it works and explains the uses of specific raw foods and herbs for cleansing and healing each organ each system and unbalanced condition in the body. So the book again is called The Detox Miracle Source Book, written by Dr. Robert Morse. 
and so you might be able to get that from one of the places online, Amazon or Fishpond or some of the other ones. Or if you want a second-hand copy, I recommend a site that I use sometimes called Abe Books. That's A, B for brown, E for egg, abebooks.com, I think. So check that out for second-hand books. It's really good too. Yes, and another idea, a quick idea, is if you like kimchi, you might like to try making it with watermelon. The pink insides, not the... um, not the skin, although you could try that. Uh, just use the same recipe that you use for kimchi and use watermelon instead. I haven't done that yet, but I've just found that idea and I'm going to give it a go. So just to recap, Waimi College Raw Food Classes starting on the 7th of March, Tuesday evening, 6pm to 8pm. Uh, ring the college to book in. You just Google Waimea College and you'll get all the information there. So I hope to see you at the classes. It'll be really good. Um, The maximum number is 14 and running them each term so far. So that would be great. Look forward to starting them in the near future. So that's it from me, Sally Rees, here at Natural Nosh. You've been listening to Healthy Options. And next time I will be talking about my story. So tune in next Saturday after this. This will be repeated. And the following, not next Saturday, but the one after, I will be talking about my story. So tune in then. Bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.